Welcome in to the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. I'm Lindsay Smith and today I'm joined by Espo. Gerald Bourget will be tapping in later on in the show from the Footprint Center and you know, the Pacers tried to make this one really interesting, but at the end of the day, the Phoenix Suns are just too good. They grab the W, 113-103, and they are officially uh, they officially have a league-best six straight wins. Where are my Bismarck boys at tonight? Bismarck <laughs> Biombo coming up big, 21 points, 13 rebounds, five assists off that bench, and Honestly, his efforts were what kept this Suns team afloat for a good part of this game with Chris yeah. Paul. Look, doesn't always have to be pretty. Uh, obviously, there are a few issues that came out of this camp, this game with campaign and Jay Crowder both having wrist injuries. We don't know the severity of it. Hopefully, Jared will give us some good news when we speak with him from uh, the Footprint Center. But on a night where Devin Booker shoots five of 23 and has 11 points in years past, that's a 50 point loss, right? That's a 48 point loss. That's the kind of thing that gets your GM or your coach fired kind of shooting night uh, from Devin Booker. And instead the Suns win by 10 and it never really was in question. I mean, a little bit in the fourth, the Pacers get it within six, but Look, this was a they tried, a but I don't know effort. that it was a questionable situation. I still, no. for for whatever reason, typically Espo, I'll be honest, when it gets super close in that clutch time situations, I do get a little nervous. For whatever reason tonight, I just felt like it's fine. Like Bismarck is doing his thing. We got this. Chris Paul's on the team. We got this. <laughs> I mean, I. You know, saw a few, uh, I guess about a week ago, was was starting to worry about Chris Paul again. It's like, nah, Chris Paul just knows when to turn it on. This man yeah. knows when it's important to show up. And tonight was one of those nights where he had to ring that bell, show up a little earlier on offense and get things done. And he did it and did it efficiently. I mean, he shot 8 of 11, had 18 points, 16 assists four rebounds. It was vintage Chris Paul tonight, and he controlled every aspect of this game. And you know what? There is a reason that the Phoenix Suns do this well. It's because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA, and it does not matter who you're playing, what's going on, what the circumstances are. Somebody always steps up for this team. They find a way to do it. And and I love it, man. This is this is a fun basketball team to watch. They find different ways to get it done, and uh, you know, hats off to them. As as Brian says, no beanie, no Armani mode. And I'm gonna add I'm in, sorry. no problem, no problem. <laughs> they still win. It doesn't matter. That's fair. If they would have lost, it would have felt really bad, but they still won. So we're we're okay. We're good. We're in good hands. Okay, so um, Josh had tweeted us. I don't know if you saw this, Espo. But he petitioned to change instead of the Bismarck, Bismarck boys to the Bismarck Beyond boys. What do you think? Too tough. Too, I'm, I'm going to screw that up. <laughs> I, I like simplicity. 
<laughs> and and if I if I try to say Bismarck Beyond Boys, I'm gonna screw. Well, maybe, maybe it's, it got a nice flow to it. Say it a Where couple times Bismarck tonight. Bismarck Beyond Boys at all right. We can go with see that. how it all feels. Right. Then we'll make a decision. But I think it's a fun one. I think it's all right. Fun. The the Bismarck <laughs> Beyond Boys. We'll let the uh, I'll let the Cove Crazies name it. So congratulations, you've renamed it. Uh, we're all the Bismarck Beyond Boys uh, tonight and forevermore. Ah, there you go. All right, let's tip things off with a trip over to the bar. What are we drinking tonight, Espo? I think we're going to over... find out in a second. It's that big man double because you got Bismack Biombo and the Bismack Biombo boys uh, with that 21 points and 13 rebounds. But JaVale McGee coming in with that double-double too, 13 points, 12 rebounds, 6 of 10 shooting. The big men getting it done even without DeAndre Ayton, who's still out with that ankle injury. You, the, the Suns are dropping like flies, and yet they're still figuring out how to win and how to win efficiently and effectively. Again, props to James Jones, right? Yeah. Gets JaVale McGee in the offseason on a team-friendly deal after he didn't play much last year at the end in Denver. Gets Bismarck Biombo, who had been at home for various reasons, and gets him on this team midseason. This this man knows the levers to pull and when to pull them, and you cannot be more happy at the for the job that that man's done. Absolutely. Okay, so a couple of people have joked around about needing uh, go to come out and piss off Devin or a game in Toronto ASAP. Brian put that one in the comments just now. I'm not too worried about Devin. It was a it was an off night for him. He definitely did not play the way he has over the last handful of games in this road trip, but I'm not overly concerned because I think he'll get it back together. Um, like we've always said, the first game back after a road trip is tough and he got back and it was his mom's birthday and you know, they were spending time together and celebrating. He might just be a little bit worn out. Look, a mom's birthday should never be an excuse. All right. But <laughs> what is an excuse is when your home team doesn't get that everybody that you've played in the last five games has had some dinosaur, like the inflatable T-Rex that everybody just thought, Oh, on Amazon, that looks like a Raptor. Let's buy that thing. Uh, I expect that the Suns better march one of those out on Monday or or there's going to be hell to pay is what I'm saying. <laughs> Brittany said that last dunk fail really summed up the night for book palm emoji, laughing emoji. I, that was, we got to give him a little bit of grief for that one. It, it was kind of a bummer that he missed that. <laughs> uh, hey, at least he laughed about it, right? Even he yeah. went, okay, I get it. This is, is, for lack of a better term, a shitty night. All right. This is one that nothing's working. And I'm going to try the, one of the more difficult dugs I've ever tried in the game. And I'm just going to slightly miss it. And I'm still going to laugh about it. He knew he could have laid that in. He could have gotten himself an extra bucket. He could have padded those stats. But no, Devin Booker goes, I want a windmill dunk on a night that I can't do anything else. <laughs> and he couldn't even do that, which is fine. I, mean, I give I give him I give him uh, props for at least trying. Yeah, but uh, Amanda says Book plays quite well on the road. I feel like he's always been like that, though. Like throughout his whole career, it seems as though he just gets up a little bit more for those road games. I don't know exactly what it is. I think a lot of it has to do with he likes, like he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He likes shutting people up. He likes proving people wrong. And it's easier to do that on the road when you have an entire arena full of people who are rooting against you. All right, Cove Crazies, all, all you come in here close, all right? 
I, okay. Just listen to me. We're not going to tell anybody else, but let's all boo Devin Booker on Monday just to <laughs> piss him off so he has a big game, all right? Uh, break on three. One, two, three, break. No, look, I, I, I get it. I mean, I'm sure he enjoys uh, you know, proving people wrong, but I also – he was on such a tear. There's off nights for Devin. We know Devin – can go cold sometimes. Tonight was just one of those nights. It's all right. By the way, Manuel in the chat says, dang, Espo and Saul splitting the shows now. Guess we all need time to recover from Gerald's incredible genuine, genuine, I don't even know how to say that, genuinality uh, episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, so, Saul and I just don't like any, each other anymore. Yeah, so they're decided feuding. That split custody right now. Yeah, we're, exactly. I have to deal with this. So, Say a prayer for me, would you please? Because I never wanted to be a parent. And now apparently I'm I'm a split up divorced parent of two separate children. I don't know how this is working. So, uh, <laughs> so says Jay, my, my personal lawyer in the chat says, I'm going to do that. Uh, referring to me saying, boo, Devin Booker, and get my ass kicked. And it's going to be all your fault, Espo. Totally. Uh, that's, that's correct. It will be. Yep. And I will laugh. So uh, <laughs> I pay no legal fees for that. I will also, not bail you out of jail. Can I just say... I have gone back and rewatched that moment of Gerald from the other night on the show at least 25 times and laughed just as hard each time. If you don't, if you guys are listening and you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to Thursday night's podcast. And if you want, you can skip through to the end, like the final 15 minutes of the show. It is the funniest Gerald moment you will ever watch. It's, it's priceless. It really is. Anyway, it puts any of his, <laughs> Oh no. To shame. <laughs> I mean, totally it's really does. funny. So. Oh, well, speaking of Gerald, he's already here. So let's bring him on in. Hi, Gerald. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. We uh, were no just reminding everybody about the hilarious moment we had on Thursday and how they need to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Gerald. Yeah. No tweets you know, you tonight. No that. tweets tonight. <laughs> you guys no don't got to do tonight. that. <laughs> uh, Gerald, let's just cut to the chase. Any Any updates on... On Cam or Jay, is there any good news? Because that's obviously the one blemish on an otherwise pretty good night out there at Footprint Center. Yeah, uh, Monty said they don't have any updates on Cam or Jay at this time. Uh, both wrist injuries, the right one for Cam, the left one for Jay. So non-shooting hands for both of them. Fortunately, they're going to get more tests done, Monty said, tomorrow, and they should have more of an update for us tomorrow. Super unfortunate situation there. I mean... Just go figure. Two players in the same game, same type of injury. Super bummer. Hopefully we get good news tomorrow and at least get one, if not both of them, back on Monday. But as we have all been saying all season long, this team is pretty deep. So if they did have to set out a few games, I'm not overly worried about it. However, um, Espo, you did tweet out that the two areas everyone has been concerned about, backup point guard, power forward, they did get a little bit thinner tonight with those injuries. Gerald, are you concerned at all? A little bit. I mean, you're obviously having to dust off Alfred Payton if campaign is missing any significant time. And this has been a concern area for the Suns with campaign, you know, kind of rounding back into form. They need that other guy off the bench who can create his own shot a little bit. So far, that hasn't been Landry Shamit. And now you need someone to replace Payne's minutes and distribute a little bit. Peyton has been kind of up and down this year, obviously, mostly down. And so the Suns are going to need big minutes from him moving forward. Uh, and with Jay Crowder out, I'm not as concerned because they can plug Cam Johnson into that starting four spot. He did do well in that spot uh, a few games back when Crowder was out with 
uh, health and safety protocols. So that could be a big thing. We might see Jalen Smith at the four. I'm sure Saul is doing cartwheels somewhere, but uh, that's not my favorite part. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do in the meantime, especially with DA also still out. We can't forget that he is out, even though JaVale McGee and Bismack have done a really nice job filling in. Gerald, do you think uh, this expedites a potential move? I mean, I know that there's been all sorts of speculation on that front, in particular with those two positions. Uh, to me, this seems like if there's any extended period of time with these two guys out, it may be time to seriously look at that. Yeah, I think James Jones is never the type to kind of overreact to one stint. You know, you look at the way that this team has performed all season long with guys in and out of the lineup but it will highlight some weaknesses for this roster, especially with Payne and Crowder, if they're both out for an extended period or even a couple of weeks, you know, the trade deadline is February 10th. So it's almost here. Um, So it's unfortunate timing, but it might kind of make James Jones take a good hard look at where some of this team's shortcomings might be. If there, God forbid is an injury in the playoffs or somebody misses a few games. So it, it could expedite a move. I don't think that it, will but it definitely is going to put a magnifying glass on some areas where this team can improve did you get any insight into why the training staff decided to put landry shaman in devin booker's body tonight Any insight <laughs> on that? no updates on that one we uh we, we just didn't have the courage to ask that question unfortunately <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, a hard uh, question to ask. <laughs> were you concerned about what you saw from Devin tonight? It just seemed like an off night to me. Got a lot of good looks, but uh, were you concerned by anything you saw out there? Not really. It was just one of those nights. I feel like when you come back from a long road trip, and, and Devin's always kind of had that thing where he's been better on the road than at home for whatever reason. Now you have the Suns Arena kind of more tailored to the types of arenas that he likes, like Madison Square Garden. Um, but it was just an off night. I mean, the guy missed like a windmill dunk, so it, it just wasn't his night. Um, not anything too concerning. It hurts our all-star push on the last day of all-star voting, but it is what it is. Hey, it happens. I think um, all-star voting closes in like 10 minutes, so yeah. or 20 minutes. <laughs> so I think we'll be – it is kind of – it is what it is at that point with the all-star voting. Um, we have a lot of players that we could talk about tonight, though, who performed very well. Both of the big men down low did their jobs tonight. Chris Paul was phenomenal. Mikel Bridges found himself again out there. We haven't even gotten to touch on Mikel Bridges yet. Just who really stood out the most to you or um, in what ways? I, I think early on it was definitely Chris Paul, the way that he was being aggressive on offense. He was setting guys up. He almost had a double-double at halftime and, and finished with, was it 16 assists, something stupid like that, and four steals on top of that. He's just been phenomenal. I think Bismarck took over in the second half, like those stretches where the Suns really blew it open in the third quarter were primarily because of him. You know, he had he tied his career high with 21 points. He was just below his setting his career high in assists. Uh, if he would have gotten to six, like the way that he's been able to fit in so seamlessly here when he wasn't playing basketball at all a year ago, is pretty impressive. Um, but I do want to give a shout out to Mikhail Bridges because when he's aggressive like that and attacking off the second side, which is something Monty was talking about in post game, the Suns are a really dangerous team. You know, when they swing the ball like that and he's able to attack closeouts off the dribble, pull up for that mid range game, this Suns team is impossible to guard. And that's what they're going to need from him in the playoffs a little bit more of that kind of confidence. So something to keep an eye on moving forward. This is the type of game that hopefully can nudge him back in that direction. 
It seems like chemistry with Bismarck has, has been on point since he arrived here in the Valley. What did, uh, what did you hear from Monty uh, on that regard in that regard? Yeah, they've been pretty consistent as far as like, he's a veteran in this league. He's a guy that's been around for a while. And, you know, when you're playing with Chris Paul, obviously it makes your job a little bit easier, but he just knows where to be on the floor. And Monty said this after the game, he knows his box and he doesn't try to do anything outside of it. You know, he's, he's not out there taking jumpers. He's out there rolling hard, setting good screens, hitting the offensive glass, um, trying to protect the rim. Like the guy just knows his assigned role and, and it doesn't have to be much more complicated for him than that. Was there anything else that Monty said that kind of stood out to you tonight? Not particularly. I, I think the biggest things to me were talking about Mikhail off the dribble. Um, and obviously we'll be waiting on that update for tomorrow for Jay and, and for Cam with, with bated breath. All right. Well, we'll let, we'll let you go back in there and, uh, and get some players tonight. We appreciate the updates, Gerald. And we'll talk to you soon, man. Absolutely. Right. You guys have a good night. You too. All right, Espa. So we have quite a few players that we can uh, talk a little bit more about. We kind of touched on quite a few of them with Gerald there. But I think we should start with our draft king, king of the game. We'll go ahead and name him. Yes, I know the Cove Crazies had a bunch of mixed reviews. Tonight, though, we are going with Chris Paul. He had 18 points, 16 assists, 8-11 from the field. Unfortunately, he did have a couple turnovers and he broke that uh, two game streak he was on of having 10 or more assists with zero turnovers. Hopefully he can hit that three game mark at some point in time this season, because if he does, he would be the first player in NBA history to accomplish that. But Chris Paul had a great game. Like Gerald said, he really just uh, started this game off so well, was a solid leader and just a solid presence out there on the floor for the Suns tonight. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, those 18 points, 16 assists, four rebounds, four steals. I can forgive four turnovers after two games without any. Oh, totally. Especially <laughs> when you make it up with getting four steals of your own. There's a reason why he's the steals leader uh, this year. But, I mean, uh, overall, he was why this Suns team built their lead. It's why he, uh, he they extended it. He's how Bismarck got, got in this game uh, outside of his rebounding. Chris Paul set him up a lot in this game overall. I just look at what he does and his effect and how he knows if Devin Booker's having an off night, he has to take over the way he did offensively. Uh, you cannot say enough about Chris Paul or the crown placement by Leah. Tonight, I was just going to say <laughs> Shane is getting so much love in the chat tonight for that crown placement. And I have to let you guys all know that it is Leah who is holding yeah. it down in the post game for us. So Please direct that um, praise to her. <laughs> yeah, Shane decided he had to go get Panda Express or something and couldn't help us produce this show. So Leah, who's already hosted a post-game show and produced a post-game show tonight, decided to step in uh, behind the Mac and make it happen. Leah, the real king of the game right now. So just we'll just go ahead and put that one out. That Leah's the real. I think king we might have a little Shonda pause back there too. I can't see in the in the image. I can't see who's standing. Oh no! All right, all right, not Sean. Sorry, I'm giving credit where credit isn't due back there. But Leah with the crown placement, so you can tell Shane to suck it. All right. <laughs> Amazing, uh, but yeah, congratulations to Chris Paul for being our draft king, king of the game. Obviously, Bismarck Biombo was a really solid choice for that as well. So we don't blame you all for uh, putting his name down in the chat tonight. Bismarck, 
just came out and I, I cannot say enough positive things about the way that he has been able to just seamlessly implement himself into this roster and with this team. Tonight, he tied his career high of 21 points. He also tied his career high of five assists. Like those five assists just show me anyway that he is so comfortable with his teammates, that he knows where they're going to be. And that chemistry is just flourished so quickly. This team is so good that they pick Bismarck Biombo up and he turns into freaking David Robinson somehow, like, and <laughs> off the bench, none, nonetheless. Like, this guy has has been spectacular in his short time here. It's amazing how he and JaVale just step in and fill in everything that, that you're missing from uh, from DA and give you a little bit more with uh, with both of them. That's going to be tough. When DA comes back, how are you going to manage those minutes? Because JaVale obviously deserves them. Bismarck has done everything you could ask of him. Like, you now have a log jam at center, and that's actually a good thing. This is the most complete center lineup the Suns have ever had. Uh, and and that's by probably by a long mile too there has not been a lot of uh wealth at the center position over the years here in phoenix and this year it is the one of if not the position of strength there so i saw in the chat a little bit earlier um somebody asked if deandre ayton still has to miss a few more games thoughts on starting bismarck over javel what do you, you think know, i can I'd consider it because JaVale does better off the bench. I mean, tonight's game uh, was good. He didn't get in the foul trouble early. But part of why I think it was good was because you could play Bismack, Bismack longer stretches, and it didn't require JaVale to be out there and be the guy. I mean, when you look at the minutes breakdowns, pardon me as I look at, at my phone here to get it, but it was 18 minutes uh, for, for JaVale and 30 minutes for Bismack. and JaVale's better in, in shorter stints. We've already said, and, and you know, Gerald's hammered this home, that five-minute stretch for JaVale is when he's at his best. Mm -hmm. So why not start Bismarck, see if you can capture some of that, of, of what you had off the bench from him, and get the best JaVale that you can get as well. I think it would make a lot of sense if DA's out again on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, MCG Blue said, Bismarck is such an awesome midseason find. He said post-game while he was out, he still worked out six to seven days per week and that his goal was to come back in better shape than he ever was before. And you can tell. You can tell that he put in work long before he even was approached by the Phoenix Suns. And he said, you know, he wanted to come back and he wanted to play for something. He didn't just want to come back and join a team, get some garbage time minutes or anything of that sort. He wanted to come back and make a difference. This is the perfect fit for him. And shout out to James Jones for constantly being able to have the vision of what a player's potential is. Because I think you brought it up earlier, JaVale and Bismarck, you know, their last year wasn't exactly their best season of their careers, but they're still able to produce at a high level. They're still able to have a solid impact on the team that they're on. Sometimes it just takes the right place, the right time, right motivation and people around you to find that success again. Look at look, campaign. Look, look, like a lot of those people uh, that moved to the Valley later in, 
uh, in their career. They got that money. They just want they want to achieve something more. And Bismarck wants that ring. And I don't blame him. I mean, why? If you could pick any team to go to, why wouldn't you look at this and go, "This is where I want to be. This is where I think I can win a title." I mean, that's why Bismarck Biombo chose here, and that's why Monty Williams and James Jones and culture are so important because you can get a guy midseason that looks across the league and goes, I got other offers, I got more money, but that's where I want to play. And that's why you invest in building, as Monty Williams says, the program. This is a program that players want to play in. You will see it happen again later when there are buyout candidates. I guarantee James Jones picks up one or two more guys before the playoffs on buyouts that go, I just wanted to be part of what Phoenix is doing. And I get it. I may not play as many minutes. I may not make as much money, but I want to be here and be here for this ride. And that's why you do it. Yes, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break because we are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. So counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, don't worry, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round with same game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So one more time, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use that promo code PHNX and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And sorry to uh, any of you that took the Green Bay Packers at 56 to 1 odds, but wah, wah, <laughs> that didn't work out quite well. I, I, it couldn't have happened to a nicer gentleman there, the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Well, Did you see what Josh was talking about? How JaVale sprinted out of the tunnel uh, by, by game? pregame? Yeah, where he sprinted out of the tunnel by himself because yeah, everybody basically. <laughs> fooled him into thinking they were all running out with him props to props to them i love that this team has a good sense of humor too they're they got a game it's about to start and they still prank javel mcgee good on all of you <laughs> i love javel i think he's got such a good personality like if there was somebody that you could do that on do that too on this team who would take it so well and just have fun with it it would be javel I thought Actually, it was hilarious. They, they should do that on Monday to book because it'll piss him off. And then yeah. he'll come out. Devin would get mad. <laughs> Nobody else will get a shot on Monday night. He'll take all of them, but he'll probably make 50% of them. So it'll be worth it. By the way, MCG yeah. Blue, uh, who will we bet on for first basket? Whoever starts at center is my pick for next game. We'll get the first basket because they're going to reward the bigs for what they did tonight. Is that your official DraftKings pick of the week? That is the my official center. Draft. 
my my official DraftKings pick of the week. First basket on Monday night for the Suns will be whoever starts at center, whether it be Da, Biombo, or uh, or Javale, or if they all disappear in some weird time warp and Jav- and uh, Jalen Smith is the only guy left. You can put the money on him too. The center position will score the first basket of Monday night's game. I like that. That's a solid choice. Solid choice, Espo. All right. Now it's time to give some flowers to Mikel. Wait, we're going to give flowers to the whole roster again? Is this how this is going to work? Absolutely. I just want to give everybody their flowers all the time, Espo. I'm just waiting. I just, I just need to go buy myself some flowers too, and like put them right here, like on this little thing. Is this a hint to Obed? Is that what this is? Right? (laughs) No, 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 no. Just just you asking for flowers? (laughs) No, not at all. I'm just saying I need to decorate with flowers because that's all I want to do is give out flowers. That should be your segment. Lindsay hands out flowers. That should just be the segment, and you pray all the 15 guys on the (laughs) roster. Usually, it's only like five. So, Isaiah you know, Ish Wainwright was spectacular on the bench tonight, waving his pom poms. <laughs> flowers for you, sir. The water boy, he was fantastic. Flowers for you, mm-hmm. Vince Murata on the PA mic. You were spectacular. Right. Uh, I guess flowers, flowers for you for as well. You. Okay, well, Mikael Bridges does deserves some flowers. Okay, he matched his season high uh, with twenty three points tonight. And surprisingly enough, Mikel Bridges just always seems to play really well against the placer, the Pacers because his career high um, of 34 points in a game also came against the Pacers, I believe, just a <laughs> little bit over a year ago. For whatever reason, this seems to be a game that Mikel enjoys playing in. Um, the shoes yeah. match their uniforms, so it all just comes there you together. Go. Maybe it's because they can't figure out which team he's on because the there yellow shoes. Go. They're like, oh, this must be our guy. <laughs> But yeah, Mikel Bridges did have a great game. It's good to see him having a good game too. In addition to those 23 points, he had four assists and six rebounds as well. Because, you know, for a minute there, there were a couple of times where there were questions like, what's going on with Mikel? He just kind of seems like offensively, something's a little bit off. So it's good that he seems like he's kind of finding that offensive rhythm again to go along with the phenomenal defense that we always get from him. Look, I... And I have to go back and look, and, and maybe I, I'll do this with the help of Jero, but I feel like when there's not a true star on the other team that he's going to draw the defensive assignment on, we get an offensive night. Because he knows yeah. he can expend more energy cutting to the hoop, making those extra moves, rather than just standing in the corner because he doesn't have to work as hard on the defensive end. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and tonight was definitely one of those nights because the Pacers were were running out their second unit basically is their starters. So there wasn't that guy that he had to guard. So I gotta, I gotta go look back at that. By the way, Brian says, Lindsay, you should have a sweet baby angel word. Give it uh, each game. I think biz (laughs) deserves it tonight. And then MCG blue gets the, uh, uh, gets the cove crazy of the night award. As he says, Lindsay, if we all get you flowers, will they replace the Christmas tree you still have up? Ha, just messing Yo, with you. Which is hilarious talk. because literally minutes before the show, when we were talking with Leah preparing for this, she said, I don't know how anybody has not given me crap for still having my Christmas tree up. I so MTG Blue, it. congratulations. <laughs> I was so surprised that I haven't gotten it because, you know, we were at home for a lot of, we were doing home shows for a while um there a few weeks ago and i still had it up and then pregame i'm surprised nobody called me out but 
I took the I took the ornaments off the tree. I just haven't taken the tree down yet because it's fake. And so you have to do like all of the maneuvering and folding it back up and getting it back in the box. And I just haven't felt like yeah, doing it. Well, I did that <laughs> I already. Know, right? Look, I, I love that she, she hasn't taken the time to take <laughs> that down, but she did take the time to maneuver the camera tonight so you could see the two Emmys real well. Just no, to I remind was us. trying to hide the Christmas tree. I yeah. was like, maybe if I just turn it a little bit yeah. to the maybe side. Maybe if I just polish up the it. Emmys and show them that, we'll be fine. There you go, everybody. Oh, she has Emmys God. and a Christmas tree. It's, uh, Espo, what'd you call it? It's it's a winter tree. No, winter tree, yes. It's a winter tree. I'm also so. just bitter that I don't have any awards. I just have a Sean Marion marionette behind me. No, and an NBA Jam game. No awards behind me. I mean, you got a cool like Espo light box there. That's kind of yeah. neat. I had to pump hype myself up. I had to put a box behind <laughs> me that had my own. I like it. I think it's a it's a nice background. Yeah. I like yeah. the background. Oh, yeah. Eventually, I, when I put up my Christmas tree, I will move back over to that area, which is typically where I have my little at home set. But until then, this is what we get. Um, the, all the right. track player needs to stay behind you even when you move in the corner. Yeah, like I got a spaceman head. Out. I like it. I know, like a little astronaut helmet or something yeah. like that. It's pretty fun. Okay, so our tweet of the night tonight comes from Jordan Karchner. And he tweeted out uh, after Jay Crowder went back to the locker room. The Pacers have hurt Payne and Crowder. They are now legally obligated to leave Craig and Holiday here as a parting gift. I 100% agree. I just feel like, you know, if you're going to take down two players in one game, you have to leave something in return because one player, okay, maybe. Two players, now we're pushing it, okay? Look, we'll even send with you cash considerations, uh, our, our Ring of Honor member cash considerations, and uh, a first-round pick, and you can take JaVale. And we'll we'll ship uh not JaVale, excuse me did you I was like not wait JaVale. hold on you can't have JaVale. <laughs> I, like, you can't I misspoke JaVale. you can't have JaVale. <laughs> uh, I'm just teasing you Pacers no JaVale. you can have Jalen and we will send Dario in a box once uh, once he's feeling a little bit better so I mean Tim from Phoenix says Espo we already traded cash considerations the beauty is he always comes home to us and we can trade him again there you go. There you go. I don't know. I guess we'll find I, out. We will see. Look, I think they have to. I think if if these guys are out for more than a couple games, now's the time to make the move. Push all your chips into the center of the table. You're all in. I don't give a crap about a 2024 first-round pick or 2026 first-round pick or 12 second-round picks for the next 14 years. I don't care. Do everything you can to win a title. This is the most complete Suns team we have ever seen, and you're wasting an opportunity if you don't make a move to solidify this roster, even if these guys aren't hurt. But if they're out for any extended period of time, make the move now. And I would love to see Justin Holiday and Torrey Craig as the guys that you bring in. I've been on that for two weeks now. Justin Holiday has done nothing but make me feel better about that opinion since then. Those are the guys I'm looking at that I want. I know a lot of people want Eric Gordon. I feel like Justin Holiday and Torrey Craig fit better, will fill needs better, and will overall make this a more complete team. I Yeah, I mean, I think the way that I feel at this point is basically as simple as this is your year. So whatever you got to do to win the championship, you just got to do it. Oh, my gosh. 
Can you hear that? No. Okay, good. I'm sorry if everybody else oh. heard that. I have the ESPN box score up and you know those random pop-up ads, the videos that just start playing out of nowhere? One of those just started playing. Don't so you I have apologize. headphones in, Lindsay? I do. Nobody, and it, nobody heard it, Ned. It was just You'd you. be surprised, though. I think it showed up on one of the other post-game shows, so my apologies. Anyway, um, yeah, whatever you got to do to win a championship, even if you have to overplay, overpay in a trade situation, just do it. If you're going to win the championship, it is absolutely worth it, and then you Jake, figure it out later. Jake in the chat says we're, we are already complete, and I just – I get it. But you're complete if nobody's hurt, right? I want backups on backups, right? We saw last year, if you don't fortify it, then you can have an issue come the playoffs. And I just don't want to see that. I want every angle prepared. I want every everything sandbag, everything. There is no leak of water getting in this place, no matter how high the flood gets. I want them to be prepared for anything, including Giannis, including Steph, who all comers be ready to take them down with even your third stringers if necessary. Absolutely. All right, Espo, it is time to take your shot presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. So COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. What do you have for us tonight for our take your shot? So the take your shot graphic is Chris Paul's shooting chart from the first three quarters of this game. He was seven of eight from the floor. And you look at that, that green area, that's called the midi right there. He owns anything within that three-point line. And tonight, nobody else needed to take their shot because Chris Paul had this in the bag. He took over the offense. Bismarck Biombo uh, and Mikhail Bridges joined him, but Chris Paul was in control from word one. When he saw that Devin Booker wasn't going to be the guy tonight, Chris Paul said, I am the point God. I'll praise the point God. I am an awesome point God. And he proved it yet again. And uh, just a reminder one more time that COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. All right, Espa, I am seeing um, some tweets come from some of the player media availability post-game. And there's a really cool quote that came from Bismarck Biombo. Um, he was just talking about you know, being being new on the Suns team and his new teammates here in Phoenix. And he said, quote, they don't have wishes, they have will. And I love that tweet from him. And I think that does completely describe this Phoenix Suns team. They don't wish for a win when somebody goes down. They will themselves to a win when something happens or they have to face any adversity. And I love that he recognizes that about his teammates and and that's kind of what um, sticks out to him. Where there's a will, there's a way. And the way right now is the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA because it doesn't matter who's coming at them. It doesn't matter who's out. This team steps up and takes care of business. And that's what I love about them. And that's Monty Williams epitomized right there. He gets these guys ready even if they're not playing they know that there is a chance that their number is called and they are prepared to go out there and do what it takes and i love that about this team and then javel javel one ups you aspo javel said 
best team in the world. Well, I mean, if you're the best team in the NBA, that pretty much qualifies you in yeah, the in totally. basketball as the best team in the world. <laughs> but now, if, if he wants say, you to take it up a notch, if he's saying like in the world of all time, I still think the 92, <laughs> nine, 92 dream team, probably a little bit better JaVale, but I, I'll give you right now. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the world. Is that better for yeah. you, JaVale? We'll do that too. But in the end, <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. All right, Espo. It um, has been a fun post game. Another great Phoenix Suns win. As we mentioned off the top of the show, the Suns have a league best six straight wins now. Um, anything else that you would like to touch on this evening before we say goodbye? Look, you, I think sometimes we, thoroughly underappreciate what Chris Paul has brought to the Valley. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul has done things for this team on and off the court that do not show up in the stat sheet. And in nights like tonight, we recognize it because he shoots so well. He has the high number of assists and you go, Oh, it's, it's Chris Paul. Yeah. I know that guy, but on nights, even when he's scoring 10 points, he's having this impact on this club, the attitude, the swagger, the approach to it, the approach that it doesn't matter who's on the court, we are going to win, comes from Chris Paul and to to an extent Monty Williams as well. So if we want to give people their their flowers, give them to Chris Paul and give them consistently to Chris Paul because that man has done so much and will continue to do so much the rest of the way here. Uh, And I hope that his backup campaign is okay to go here in short order and that they find another guy to back him up as well so he can get that rest because you can't have him play, what was it, 41 minutes like he did tonight on a regular basis. Yeah, You do it tonight because you need it, but you want him feeling well enough that he can do it another night in the near future if you need it or come playoffs that you need it. So find the guys that can give him, uh, give him the opportunity to play, play fewer minutes night in night out. Absolutely. We got to give Chris Paul all his flowers. (laughs) Had to bring it back. All right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. If you um, haven't checked out gophnx.com yet, please do so now. Gerald Borgay writes some amazing content that you can only read at gophnx. If you are a fan of all of the other teams in the Valley or a handful of the other teams in the Valley, there is amazing content available there for those teams as well. So that's gophnx.com. You can get really cool merch there as well. Like the one that Espo is rocking. Is that one your favorite Espo? No, I think the sunset drive probably is, but this is a cool, the PHNX in Western font is a cool little throwback. That's fun to wear that. uh, I've gotten a lot of compliments on, uh, which is saying a lot because I'm wearing it, but uh, let's, uh, uh, the the Sunset Drive, though, is is a next-level shirt, so go check that out at gophnx.com as well. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review. We really appreciate your support. We will be back on Monday at 6.30 with a pregame show for you guys before the Suns take on the Jazz, and uh, we will keep you updated on social media if we hear anything tomorrow as far as updates for Jay Crowder or campaign. Hopefully none of that is too severe and uh, we see those guys back out on the floor sooner rather than later, as well as DeAndre. And so 
Well wishes to those guys. And like I said, we'll keep you updated on social media. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul book underscore bookman. And of course you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. If you want flowers, just show up to any of our show. Lindsay gives them out for free. <laughs> Ahoy hoy. <laughs>